It's that time again. Time for your more than jibba jabber podcast. Let's go! With your hosts, JJ. What's up, man? Christine. Go, girl. JD and Shama. Hi, fellas. Spreading knowledge to help overcome the fears of our time. Yeah, these guys really know what they're talking about, so listen, y'all. It's time to start the podcast. Imagine the seatbelts, folks. You're listening to More Than Jibber Jabber on the Jibber Jabber Podcast. All righty then. Uh, I don't think it worked in the Jitsi room. I don't think so. I either. think it muted. I think it <laughs> I don't played think, like the video. I don't think it worked. Yeah. The, the intro. I don't think it worked. Yeah. Well, we heard people talking in the background, so I was like, what's going on? Yeah. So anyway, we got it on my end. That's all that matters uh welcome to the podcast yep. uh and for those of you here on the live call as long as you heard welcome. it jj what's that as long as you heard it then it's all good yeah i heard it and i i watched it record so we're 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 there <laughs> so anyway i we're not six past yet so shaman's not here <laughs> and he may be what eight minutes late tonight alan what do you think yeah he might be well he'll be at least 10 minutes late okay uh <clears throat> tactfully tactfully yeah well you know I, I keep trying to tell the man if you're on time you're 15 minutes late so he, hey, he um, that can i get started real fast yeah, go ahead. No, he ain't started. Um, I didn't mean to change subject there, but it goes right into what you was talking about before pre-call. I want to ask some of the folks on here, and maybe it might open up some subject for us, but who are some of the folks you guys are listening to on YouTube? Who are you following to get some of your quote-unquote happening in the world information right now? Somebody just put it in the chat or chime up and say it. Well, who are we listening to? I'll answer you. One one of the so several of the people I I follow are like the microgreens people um, and uh, grow grow food not lawns guy I can't remember what what his name is and uh, like what for one of the guys that I really pay a lot of attention to the channel's called Suspicious Observer his name's Ben Davidson uh, he's got a published tech book, textbook the whole nine yards and i i <laughs> what that man is talking about is highly highly important from my view and yeah so that's that's just a couple of you know i mean i also have like um oh what's his name the uh the comedian the british comedian you talking about russell yeah russell russell brand yeah and uh then like uh luke radowski we are change zach hubbard uh with the uh gematria stuff so yeah there's a lot of different stuff that like different subject matter you know a lot of homestead and stuff i hear you talk all the time that's good information i hear you talking all the time there's there's plenty of people on this call that doesn't talk speak up come on yeah, anyone who wants to raise their hand, you can just raise your hand and 
What are you guys listening to out there? What channels? Look, we heard Russell Brand in the comments. We got Jordan Peterson. Who are we listening to financially to get our financial advice? Well, that's okay. the one that I put in there. Glenn, he's he's got a channel called Financial Turmoil Explained. Yep, Glenn's good. That's that's a good one. Who else are we listening to? Anybody listen to the Economic Ninja or Johnny, whatever his name is, Economic Guy with the bro? Nobody listens to them. Mm, I don't know him. Max Kaiser. Uh, yeah. Max uh, and Stacy. Uh, uh, Peter Schiff. Right. Your favorite. Yeah. Who else? Conservative twins. Come on now. Somebody's got to say that. Uh, so anybody on the live call, Michael David, Michael C. I know both of y'all like to talk. Uh, D. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to put the new callers our, on the our, spot. Our newbies. Yeah. Here's what I'm getting at. Anyways, you can chime in if you want to or not, but I pay attention to a whole lot of these folks. You know, I've, I've said it a thousand times. I like to stand in the middle. If you're standing in the middle and you don't have your mind made up, you can kind of see both sides, all sides, what's going on, right? Exactly. I've noticed an eerie, eerie, eerie coincidence this week is not every one of those channels, financial advisors, this guy, that guy, are they not all teaching? And preaching the same thing that we're all going to die tomorrow. Does any of them give you any good news? Say, say that one more time. Not really. No. Does no, any I of mean, those folks give you anything to look forward to besides doom and gloom? Isn't oh, yeah. that the good news, though? I mean, if it all falls apart, uh, it isn't depends that on the your preference. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on your preference. I think it's more of a preparation, just to kind of an awareness um, to kind of get your ducks yeah. in, in order. But it doesn't mean do them in gloom. I'm kind of ready for it to come to a head. What's next? What do we got? Let's change it. <laughs> it's not working. Right. Yeah. So what are you getting out, Alan? You're saying um, people are flogging along like with too much negativity, well, making us making us sick and keeping us from... Yeah, I think they're pitching division, too. I mean, on every front, you know, Fox News and a couple of the others are pushing for the civil war because of the Arizona elections. All the financial folks are talking about crypto and get out or the economic bubble of the autos and the housing or something. Right. Mm -hmm. The next ones are talking about the digital dollar. The next ones are talking about the covid. And I'm sure we all seen that video that come out first of week. Uh, what was it? Died, Died suddenly. suddenly. Yeah. You know, just from every front, if you're paying attention, the narrative, guys, is falling flat on its face. And it's beautiful, but they are throwing every pitch in the game right now. I don't know if you're paying attention to this, but it just seems overwhelmingly that the soup is thick, no matter what channel you're listening to, as far as the information to confuse you and divide you or distract you, if you will. So you're I wonder if anybody else is noticing that or if I'm just going crazy. So, so you're saying they're throwing everything they're, at the wall yeah. and seeing what sticks? Yeah, they're throwing poop everywhere and just seeing what <laughs> sticks and what runs down the wall. I mean, it, well, it doesn't matter what channel you're on either. Right. You know, I, I think that they've been doing that for like Please, Misty. the Decades. longest time, though. Decades. Yeah. I, I mean, they've it, not like this. Come on now. Yeah, the narrative has not been this jumbled in a long time. Eh. It's jumbled all at once, all yeah. in your face. Go ahead, Misty. Would. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that it's important to remember, too, that they also get their news from mainstream media. These podcasters, they don't have newsrooms. 
Right. You know, they don't they don't have reporters, so they're also mm -hmm. getting what's, you know, bleeding down from the top. Right. So, I mean, I think that you can't stand in the middle. I mean, there's just no possible way. You're still getting your news from there. It's just going to have a different spin on it or, you know, maybe cater to your biases. But it's still going to be the same information. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if. Go ahead, J.D. Well, I was going to say, I, I think it is possible to stand in the middle. I've said plenty of times on this podcast, I've been accused by liberals of being a conservative and being a liberal by conservatives. So, you know, um, Ditto. It, it's, it, it, I, I think it is possible to stand in the middle. I mean, we all are going to have our own biases to some degree, but if we're truly attempting to view the big picture okay then that's that's how you stand in the middle it's not like becoming focused or narrow-sighted to the point that you can only see this tidbit or this tidbit you ha you have to look at the big picture and, and and that's how you achieve that because people who look at the big picture aren't going to tend to take one side of some some argument that's been put out to like just cause division yeah that's just how i see it anyway you mean they're going to be able to see the cherry pick data yeah and call it for what it is right okay that's like somebody posted a video of the uh european parliament and they said oh this guy shamed the whole parliament it's great and i was like dude come on man it's a vent you know it, it, it's notice he said the word voters that's who they have authority over is the voter not the man or the woman listen to the words that he's saying it's all smoke and mirrors to make other people feel good that they're being heard i, I think so, it is a this, alex a, jones's event a, attempt to uh, yeah controlled opposition to some degree He's. Yeah. I think he's very controlled. I don't well, think it's I, to some degree. I don't know. But I, I'm saying in general. I'm yeah. not calling anybody out specifically. I'm saying in general the way that you know the the news and stuff is propagated out through the news sources. You know, I mean, most of it comes through Reuters anyway, uh, or Associated Press. You know, that's that that's where all these other affiliates get their you know their source information Let, let's more face or less. it if there was any news person bringing anything that the the opposition didn't want to be known they would not be alive yeah it'd be in rupert murdoch's private dungeon <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think you were going to call any names but okay <laughs> well he's the biggest owner of like media sources out there yeah but that don't mean he has to be the one to call the Mm. Yeah, I, I tell you, there there was a, a James Bond movie. Um, I can't remember the name of it, where it was like this big head of all these media outlets that was like creating the news. Yeah, you guys remember that one? It was. It was. No. It was James Bond. It was a James Bond movie that that like this guy Old was like noon. launching launching missiles at you know targets and stuff and blowing stuff up just to create his own narrative and he you know it, it supposedly he was like 
manipulating countries to, to go to war with each other just so he could get better ratings and sell more newspapers and media outlets whatever it was i can't remember but that was basically the plot of the story that and britain working hand in hand with china so alan so are you are you maybe recognizing something about how if there's a consistent okay the counterculture has a consistent yearning and seeking desire for what's going on right so we're always out there looking and as long as there's a larger amount of uh, media that keeps people suppressed internally like this like the feeling that they get like it's more about the negativity you know the keep people suppressed so that they're just they're just kept spinning their wheels in how bad everything is to the point that they don't actually do anything about their situation or do anything about it that kind of goes with what jj was talking about with the uh with the preps and the in the pre-call well i know a lot of people got pretty pretty upset about that you know not that we didn't know but the died suddenly thing was like yeah we already know all that we just you know here's a compilation of it and we're gonna sit there and look at it and get all upset and get all pissed off and and then the week goes by well also if they keep everybody focused in the negative what what happens these people are going to go see their doctors and they're going to get put on antidepressants and then they're going to get put on these other substances to help the antidepressant and they're they're essentially going to put themselves into a, a a state of being in a fog and they're not, they're not going to be able to see exactly what's going on. So you're essentially going to have people that are very submissive and do whatever they're told. Yeah. I think the human psyche is over. No, I think the human psyche is overwhelmed. I, mm. You mentioned, you know, why are we all keep hearing the same thing? You know, with this, it died suddenly. We should be out in the streets trying to riot, right? Maybe that's what I thought, but... I think the average person is so overwhelmed with all of the crap that they just are comfortable with what they can control in their own little hole. And I'm very guilty of this. I just crawl in my hole here at the house and stay here. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's part of the problem. I mean, we know it's part of the problem, but they count on it because there would not be so much anti-propaganda out there unless they wanted us to, to be distracted and pissed off. Yeah, it just it, it makes you think. What what are they trying to distract us from? I mean, you know, they there's... yeah, there's something major happening. Yeah, major. I mean, if you look at the silly stuff with all the animals in the world, they're walking in circles, and you know, I don't want to go down a bunch of rabbit holes, but <laughs> yeah. when they're and strangling Davidson. you almost to the point of death, yeah, to make you raise your hand to, you know, surrender, something's happening. Yeah. Well, they also said it was going to affect people and people were going to start acting very differently. You mean the way they're acting now? <sighs> I, I I don't know how they're acting now. I mean, when I go to town, things are pretty calm. So I don't know. I can't, I can only speak for what I see. Yeah. I didn't hear anything about Black Friday crushes or kills like we saw 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, I guess people aren't running to the store anymore. JJ here, partner interruption. If this is the first time you're hearing our podcast and like what we're talking about, I'm inviting you to visit our website, morethanjibberjabber.xyz. 
There you'll be able to find all of the platforms we are on and past episodes of More Than Jabber Jabber. We also have other content such as videos and articles to aid folks in learning. We're working constantly to add more content. Check back often to see what's new. Now back to the rest of the call. Now they're running to Amazon to get that, you know, that TV that's on sale for $499 that was regular price $499 two weeks ago. But just for Black Friday, they raised the price to $700 so they could put it on sale for $499. Always the stupid crap that's a really good deal. The stuff that I never want to buy. Yeah. D, you said you're, she asked what the solution is, you know, torches and pitchforks. No, I mean, I think the solution is like what we do here. Private contracts. On, on this show, we talk about consent, jurisdiction, stuff. Yeah, part, you know, how to how to actually take action. I mean, I before, you know, before coming on this show, I mean, for years, I was in the collapse mode, you know, in and out of looking at that media since like 2007, you know, different phases. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was all going to fall apart by 2012. Back in 2007, <laughs> it was like, oh, geez. I mean, it was just all going to end by 2012. It's like the dollar ain't lasting past 2012. Plus, we got the galactic alignment. We got the we got the calendar, the Mayan calendar. We got all this other stuff. And then, even my age away. If somebody would have said, oh, yeah, we, the stock market is going to make new highs in 2020, I would have been like, you're crazy. Shit's going to be way different in 2020. No. Just, yep. I thought, got drug out, you know. So I, I thought it was going to be twenty. In the meantime, while I was, yeah. So here we are, you know, like okay, people spend a decent amount of time. I watched, I watched the Died Suddenly movie. I did, I just because I want to see what it was, but I watched it in double speed, right? <laughs> it's a little silly, but I'm like, I, you know, I want to watch it faster, so I put it on two X. But you know, for people that don't understand consent and jurisdiction, some of the stuff we talk about here. The died suddenly thing. I don't know. I mean, everybody's got their own path. So, you know, if they're going to watch that instead of learning about jurisdiction, you know, that's that's what their path is. That's what they're doing. But I'm guilty of this, too. I get caught up in just watching shit about the collapse. It's like for like a week. And it's like I'm not really getting anything done. I'm just, you know, watching like, look how bad this is. Look how bad that is. Look how bad this is. You know, look how effed up this at that is. And before I know it, the week goes by and it's like, all right, well, what am I actually doing? You know, what am I getting done? I don't know. I think I think it's human nature getting caught up in the tabloid, you know, s- stuff. And then also the the little intricacies about who's a who's a psyop, who's not a psyop, all that. You know, the, you know, Russell Brand, Alex Jones, Stu Peters, you know, Tucker, Glenn Beck, all that. You know, we know we know they they put out, you know, some, some truths and, you know, we know they got to be somewhat controlled here and there. It's like, all right, they're still on, they're still talking, you know? Yeah. So exactly. Elon, you know, what's the deal with Elon? Is he, is he friggin', you know, is he tied to Satan? Is he, is he, you know, Oh, he's, he's going to save, he's going to save conservatism or whatever. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? What's he wearing for Halloween? <laughs> he went to the castle. He went to the Transylvania. Yeah, that's, that's the reason why I like, but, um, uh, yeah. you know, Ben Davidson and, and you know, as far as what he talks about, is most of what he's geared toward is, like, astro astrological science and stuff like that. Um, 
but it, it, you know you also gotta gotta take a look at like uh graham hancock randall carlson uh robert shock those guys they they you know those are those are guys mm -hmm. that are talking about the history of what's been going on even the story that we get from the historical perspective you know they these guys that are like mainstream archaeologists and uh historians they they have a specific narrative that they that they're locked into and they tend to protect that idea even if the evidence says that it's not accurate so i think that that's something else that it, you know is part of human nature is to get to protect the idea because we don't want to be wrong about it and i think that's another thing that lends to being able to stand in the middle is being open trying to as much as possible to get the ego out of the way to be open to the possibility of being wrong because without that we're not learning anything i think that that's a big key of it too and i know me and alan's talked about that a little bit in private i think that's where standing in the middle as much as possible not taking a side and being able to recognize these things are baiting to get you to it's all designed to drain the swamp right alan i mean that it's essentially what it's designed to do yeah as long as people understand what the swamp means the swamp is us yep it's 25 you know, they say it over and over and over on the news they're draining the swamp yeah, yeah. he come in or not yeah he just popped in hmm. yeah i mean i i think that that's if you look up what what the swamp is the swamp is people in the middle that that are still like just sitting back and watching and whenever they talk about politically, politically in the middle yeah. yeah right and whenever they're talking about politically draining the swamp people think that they're gonna like get rid of politicians or whatever that's just that that's gonna just get rid a, of the dirty part right well that's just the, the dirty the part bait, of the politics though. no Right, but that's just yeah. the bait to get people to take a side that you know to choose the the blue team well, or the red team or what have you. Yeah, the draining of the swamp is the Hegelian contrast, creating that more, creating right. the more definitive contrast between the two sides that will oppose and push together for the pressure. Exactly. What's happening? You can't Sean? have two opposing sides without the without that pressure. Yeah. In that book that Stanton talked about, the swamp is the middle class, basically. Opportunistic people that don't have a standard just kind of roll with it. That's who they're talking about. Yeah. Right. And it can make you extremely rich or poor. And you can't, you know, obviously if you're just dead poor, but that's also if you're dependent upon the system for your whatever. What? It's like I just saw this little video. And uh, <laughs> what, JJ? Go ahead. I was trying to see if I could send you this video I just saw. So I took what Stan had mentioned way back when and went and did some digging of my own. So drain the swamp is defined in the Urban Dictionary as follows. It says a phrase used by political hacks to rally voters to their cause by promising to remove their respective governments of corrupt uh, psychopaths and replace them with corrupt psychopaths that donate to their <laughs> yeah, own political campaign. So that's... What did you say, Sean? So yeah. that's the Urban Dictionary. I'm talking about a book that was written 
way, way, way long ago. Yeah, I sent that to you a long time ago, Jake. Is that the one? No, that uh, I did some other digging. I you never sent me the book. You said you were going to, but you never did. No, man, I sent you a picture of the book. I didn't send you the book. I just oh, sent you a picture of the book and the excerpt from the book. Just now or previously? No, man. A time ago, we talked about it like forever ago. Oh, yeah. Totally yeah, I've got second. that up on, um, yeah, I have it somewhere. I can't remember where it's at. Middle, The middle position in the assembly between the two extremes became known as the swamp. It's a 686-page book, and they talk about, uh, basically, it's the middle class, people in the middle. Yeah. That's just what the book says. Yeah, I can't see that post that you just sent me, Sean, because it's for some reason none of the none of your Facebook links open for me. I don't know why. That's something in your settings then, because I send them to people and they can open them. So it's, I yeah. think it's something with your settings, like with individuals, because right. there's a guy I, I I'm really tired, so his name just left me, but he sends me stuff all the time, and every once in a while one will open. Okay. Todd Todd is his name. Most of everything he posts is just unavailable. So I think okay. it's something I don't know. All right. So that thing that you just said. It's me, called you, Fire you... in the Hearts of Men. Is the oh, name yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So we're talking about the, the swamp. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike's dead on it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, think yeah. about it like this. We always talk about duplicity, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when people go yeah. to court and they're being duplicitous, what are they being? In the middle. They're not choosing a side. They don't respect that. Like, damn the torpedoes, pick a side and stay there is basically what they're... They don't like people who don't take a stand for what they believe in, whether it's right or wrong. And that's what they're talking about, weeding. It's basically sifting people, causing them to go to one side or the other. That's the sifting we've been talking about for the last... Well, it's the sifting I've been talking about for the last couple of years. People are going to have to choose a side one way or the other at the end of this thing. The game's for the soul. That's the prize. So you're, you're saying that, you know, there's a bigger picture of the, there's a bigger swamp that's, that's a spiritual swamp that's, that's also draining. It's, it's also physical. I mean, it's, you know, from my yeah. perspective, most of the modern church is pagan. Or people, what they perceive as the church is very pagan. So it's an opportunistic kind of thing. They're not, you know, they have a little bit of Christianese and mixed in with a bunch of paganism. Just enough Jesus to get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then they forget all the hard stuff that isn't always fun. So that duplicity, and we're all guilty of that. I'm not trying to throw any rocks here. It's just that when I, when that book is talking about the swamp, the way I'm understanding what Stan educated me on and what this book kind of said, that's the way I take it. All this pressure, think about all this pressure. I'm going to take the shot. I'm not going to take the shot. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm going to work. I don't care. I'm not going to work. They're finding out who's doing, who is just going to go along to get along, in my opinion. And then I think they're going to eliminate those people. And I think that's exactly what they're doing. One could argue they've done that with the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to listen to all that information and not see it's ludicrous to take that shot or any of those shots for that matter. All the information's out there. It's just silly. And then, you know, and I'm not judging anybody for it. I don't know if I thought a little differently that I wouldn't be uh, apt to take the shot myself, but I've just never been a take-a-shot kind of guy. It's just not my thing. Yeah. 
anybody got any questions so far uh to you know about what we've been talking about comments whatever if you yeah, do anything anything chime in just hit that unmute button and we'll try not to talk over each other as best as possible yeah you know they, they always do the push and pull yeah i, I actually I, like i have a hot, a hot on Daniel. cool off if you don't mind daniel because i'd like for you to qualify your your statement there in the in the chat if you don't mind where you said what's the solution the solution to what i mean what what exactly are you looking for the solution to uh yeah well i was in response to sort of i was kind of being facetious a little bit um when my interpretation of what alan was saying was you know what what are when nobody's doing anything like or, or we're just kind of like sitting here um taking it in and not make taking a stand we're just kind of sitting in the middle and nobody's really you know going one way or the other and like himself and myself you know just kind of sitting there and watching it you know staying informed but what is the solution so that's why i was kind of saying like well what 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 should we be doing uprising storming you know who what who are we going to storm the the washington dc you know and it, what what is it that we're supposed to be doing i think it's an undoing i think it's an undoing of a thought process i think it's a a not participation in their system um so it's is it is it to do something or is it to undo you know that's kind of what i was saying like well what's the solution we just go and attack and say you know what f you we're not doing your thing you know we're just kind of like back out gracefully and then inform others about it and then let them back out and then you know they're not going to have this they're, they're not going to have anything to work with but if people start uh, getting on the radar and, and creating attention and doing you know like uh that sovereign citizen shit and you know what they're going after the the trust and all that that doesn't you know all that stuff that just puts them on the radar and they're playing in their playpen, you know, but is it, is it better to just kind of like sit back on the sidelines, remain quiet, informed, but quiet and not, not in the radar. That's, I guess where I was going with that. I probably didn't make any sense, but. It made perfect sense to me. So you sound like you've listened to us before. <laughs> What'd you say? So do you sound like you've listened to us before? Yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. So. As far as the way that I see it, I think it's I think it's on the two fronts that you mentioned. I think it is an undoing uh, mentally. I think that that's where it starts. You know, I mean, the slogan for the show is you know changing the hearts and minds of those seeking truth, right? Well, you know, specifically, that's more or less speaking to me. You know, because I I can't I can't do that for anybody else. All I can do is sit here and talk with everybody and you know it, it, let's just sit around and try to figure this shit out but i think at the end of the day it, the solution is one to unlearn all the wrong stuff that we have learned due to our willful ignorance or not and to start putting things in place so that as we back out of the system we have something that we're doing to not have a dependency on the system any longer you know i think that that's that's the important solution and it is twofold all right sean just sent me something on i'd like to also state that you hit the nail on the head when you said is there really anything there to 
hang up with pitchforks. You know, that's that's right. the kerdundum I fit in all the time. I'm like, well, you know, when I get angry, I got to remember I'm the one that suffered this because I allowed it to happen. But once I come to a conclusion that I no longer want to allow that to happen, I pretty much have stopped that for me. Exactly. My human side of me is also like, well, what about my brother and sister? Well, I'm not my brother and sister's keeper until you know that you're standing there and your back's in the wall and you're going to make that internal change and look in the mirror and go, there's the problem. Yeah. Your world's going to change perfectly after that. You may not like the way it changes, but I guarantee it'll change if you decide to do so. Yeah. It's just like Sean said, yeah, don't pick a side. Don't, you know, they can read it. If you have not chosen a side, it doesn't matter if you're talking about the tooth fairy and Santa Claus, you better have made up your damn mind when you go in there. Cause if you fudge one way or another, they see right through it. They understand you don't believe what you say to be true. 100%. Sean, is that video something you wanted me to play? Yes, sir. All right. Let me get that set up. Oh, I didn't know. Was, I thought you were pushing me to play or something. Hey, Alan? Yeah. I'm sh pretty sure you probably just misspoke, but you may want to. I kind of took it as you meant. Like you are your brother's keeper, but you can't be held liable if they don't listen. No, that's not what I meant at all. You're not liable. So you mean you're not your brother's keeper? I'm not liable for my brother's actions. Well, that's not the same thing. That's why I was trying to clarify it. Like, being your brother's keeper means, we're to me, means that we're responsible to try to help our brother and, and give sisters and give them aid and assistance and information and knowledge. Correct. However, if they choose to ignore it, if, however, if they choose to ignore it, then that is on them. And the only way we would be liable is if we told them something that was wrong that got them hurt, which most teachers will not ever say. Right. I mean, if you look at the situation with the vax, it's like we tried to tell a lot of people while it was occurring, while it was being rolled out, while the whole thing was getting kicked off, you know, and then we had people that didn't want to listen. And I think that we got accused, you know, a couple, you know, a month ago or so ago, but somebody that was on here that was, pointing fingers at everything that we were doing wrong and saying that we didn't, we didn't care. Or we, we agreed with the other side, you know, with what they were doing. It's like, no, we tried to tell people, but we're not, we can't be liable at after a certain point. It's like do our best to say, Hey, do you want to listen to this information? I think, I think it's important, especially since, you know, I have some proof here or you got some proof over there. Like it's starting to look a little weird, isn't it? Beyond that, it's like, okay, at that point, we got to basically just, you know, keep collaborating with people that want to want to listen and and hang out like here on the on the on the show. I mean, we're all we're all communicating and, you know, sharing things off of the show, too. So we create our own you know, relationships this way with other people that at least want to want to listen. So I, I'm ready. On my that's end. positive. Go for it. All right, here we go. To live on a planet you were born on. And then, I mean, it's such a simple question, and it's haunted me ever since. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Ask yourself that question. Why do we have to pay to live on a planet we were born on? And who are we actually paying for the privilege of being alive here? Who made them the boss? Who put them in charge? You know? Think about that. Think about that. Yeah. Okay, so... Huh? I said, dude, for real. <laughs> People outsource the their responsibilities and he wants to know why they have to pay for it. I mean, you don't want to pay for it. Be self-sufficient. 
you know? It's well, that's the question. That's the question at the end. Who put them in charge? We did. Exactly. Or the voters did. Or if you're the one that's voting. I, I, I just think that stuff is, is silly. They're like, oh, well, we're the only ones that have to pay. Well, you know, be like the deer. Poop and pee anywhere. You know, forage for your food, by all means. And stay warm. And clothe yourself then you can you don't have to pay anybody to do anything well i like these uh like alaskan wilderness shows that come on like national geographic discovery channel and stuff where they you know they document the lives of these people that are you know living away from you know the main society out in the middle of the woods and whatever in alaska and every one of them ha call themselves uh subsistence survivals survivalist or something along that line but they all they all include that word subsistence meaning that they still have this dependency on the system they're just trying to they're doing their best to not be dependent on it as much but they're not saying hey uh yeah i don't want anything to do with it i'm just gonna stop they're saying yeah i'm just i'm just gonna use it a little bit Right. So I'm just going to use a little bit of heroin. <laughs> and they all have these really nice snowmobiles. That's because they're doing TV shows. <laughs> you guys, do you guys mind if I give a little bit different perspective on that video? Go ahead. The reason that I wanted to everybody to hear that is definitely you guys are right in the you vote for it thing. You have to remember that was coming from a buddy of mine who's like a really conservative Trump guy. And the way they look at it is they vote these people in to serve them, not rule them. And they keep thinking that they don't have good enough people. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the system keeps confusing everyone with their language and getting everybody to constantly think if we just vote somebody else in, they'll follow the rules. Dude, they are following the rules a lot of the time. This is where the big conundrum comes in, where people get upset and angry. Um, I do agree that we ought to fend for ourselves, but I don't think it needs to be like we go back to 1850. I just think that's absolute bullshit. Each community can do their own thing. They can even can form corp like corporations with people. Like they, you could still have contract. You can still have people to build the roads if you agree to do this for them and. You get people to work together, but not in a way that's subjective. I mean, it's not an easy answer because how do you hold people liable? Look around you today. You can't even get people to come to work at a McDonald's and do half-ass. Would they honor the street? Would they honor building a street if they didn't have to? Here, here's here's my issue. Is that guy says we're the only ones that have to pay to live. But so even if you do it by private contract or a small community, you're still going to be paying in a certain amount one way or the other to have those services provided to you. I just yeah, think it's insane to say point. that he thinks that he can get all these services without having to pay anything. That's essentially what he's saying. The other half well, of that is to no, say... No, it's not what he's saying. Okay, well, the other half to that is no good man is going to run for any office because he sees the value in people making decisions for themselves and he won't want to tell people how to live their life. So you're never going to get a good-hearted person to run for office and even even if that did happen, 
the the overwhelming money that's going to be spent to badmouth him is going to make it impossible for him to even win the election. But I, I don't ever see well, a, a good-hearted man running or even winning because he's not going to want to interfere in people's lives. Well, what's an election? It just means you choose to listen to somebody. Okay, so maybe maybe soften your view of it a little bit because good people can try to take charge of things and be leaders. The problem is, is people get in those positions of power and they become they try to become rulers because of their arrogance and greed. So the system, the way it's written, is too subjective. It's too subordinate. Um, it's become oppressive. Okay, I mean, you have to sell your soul to become a U.S. citizen, more or less. And that's just ridiculous. Like, it shouldn't be that hard. So, no, if you're paying somebody in an equitable contract, you're not paying to live here because you're providing some kind of service to to mutually beneficial relationship. Nobody, Nobody's the head of the snake, as it were. That's always been the problem, is people trying to work under all these laws of men and all these false religions and you have all these isms and all these different forms of government when really it just comes down to who's in control. And the, Danielle, you tie the dog to the tree. People have got to divorce their minds from the idea that they have to have a central government in order to exist. And that is the problem. But they also have another problem, and that's how do you work together without the threat of violence? Because humans or people are kind of difficult. It's quite a conundrum, and it can't be changed overnight because people aren't – look at people around you. Do you honestly think most of them are capable of self-governance? Yeah. They don't know whether to shit or go blind. They're not – no, most people I know couldn't – they don't know how to pour piss out of a boot if you wrote the instructions on you. And you still – and they won't listen to anything you say. If it's different from whatever they've got in their little head, they will not hear it. And – I'm not just saying that. Again, I wrote a four-page thing and took it down to all my former cop buddies, and they still knew me, and none of them gave a shit except for what happened. No, we lost him. <laughs> wow, that was abrupt. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I guess he lost signal. He probably just hit the button or something. He's making a good point, though. Yeah, he was. Anyway. Yeah, people don't want it. They won't listen one little one little piece of information that that doesn't align with what they've been taught well i mean what they hear from the mainstream it's tough yeah it goes right back to the point that i was making earlier about being locked into an idea so hard that you wind up protecting that idea and lashing out at anybody who disagrees with it or even if you're presented with something you can't like you, you just can't turn away from the evidence it's it's so powerful that the evidence is so strong you know it's like the that little one minute video that we have you know that we put together that where we have scalia and ginsburg both saying that you know the constitution doesn't apply to the common man and the common man is not we the people that's very compelling what are you very saying strong that that's... evidence and people hmm. will literally D try to discredit that in some way to just protect their own idea and belief in the constitutional system yeah. and what have you it's it, it's yeah it's, very it's, that's the cognitive dissonance yeah 
Well, I, I think it's more than cognitive dissonance. Yeah. I think it's. I, I think it becomes a part of the ego that you know. I am not wrong. Yeah, you know, oh, I think yeah. that's where a right. Lot of They're going to have from. to. Yeah, they would. It would. It would be painful for them to. I mean, there's a process of. It's the. It's the. It's the five fa phases of grief. Yeah. Denial, anger. You know, I mean, they're they're gonna. They see that information. They're like, oh my god, I can't deal with that. I'm gonna have to go through all the five phases if I accept that. Well, nah, I, it's just easier for me to just call you, call you an idiot, or call you, uh, you know, oh, you're interpreting it wrong. So, so I, I'll, I'll they're give protecting you, I, their, you know, their, their psyche. I'll give you an example of a conversation I had with an older gentleman this past summer. We were we were having a conversation about, you know, just what's going on. And I, I brought up the fact that King George, under the Treaty of Paris, was designated as the arch treasurer of the United States. And he, he looked at me, he's like, dude, I don't know where you got that from. Well, here where I, did I lose you? Um, where where did I lose you though? I was saying all kinds of stuff, and I realized I wasn't on the phone. <laughs> I oh, don't you know. were talking about um, you talking about the one little piece of information that somebody you're trying to explain to them, and they can't accept it because it doesn't fit in with you know everything that they've been taught. I don't know what you heard or not, but anyway, I was talking to a buddy of Alan and mine, and he was giving me. He went through this talk. He's a minister, and he was talking to a preacher. And he was sharing a bunch of information at the end of it. He said, what did you think about everything I shared? Did you agree or disagree? He said, no, I thought it. He said, it's a little different than I've heard it. He said, but I agreed with everything you said. He said, yeah, but you're going to go to church Sunday and teach the opposite of this, this, and this. But you just agreed with me that that's not true. And then, uh, and then he said something about uh, the preacher looked at him and said, okay, but what about grace? And he said, grace means he hasn't killed you yet. And I agree with that. Like, that's the only thing that keeps us alive is his grace, because we all have failed in some way or another, in my opinion. But the uncanny thing is, right, is I also said to this same person, but what about idols? What about if you bend your knee to an idol? What if you keep the Sabbath and you do all that, but you stand bending your knees to idols? Well, Sean, what you have to understand is we're kind of captive, you know, we're not into that, 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 that. I said, here's the difference in that, brother. In Babylon, they were captive. In the United States, you volunteer. Like nobody's making you do it. Like you don't, that is how sinister Satan is. Think about it. He took away the have to and made it you want to. And he's sitting back doing nothing and letting it just take off on its own, doing exactly what it's designed to do. Pull you in because you want the benefits. That's exactly what Nimrod did. But he dismissed it. And I know why. I'm not judging him because we all have our idols. Just saying, it, it's just ironic that he can say how easily it is to recognize the splinter, right? Yeah. Like there's issue. I mean, the issue is, is we've got to figure out what kingdom we're going to be in, all of us, me included. So I'm not judging anybody. And then like Alan said, no fence sitting. That's what a lot of us are doing is fence sitting in ways, I guess. But living self-sufficiency is fine. But why do why can't we have roads and light? Like why can't we have couches without having the government involved in it? Other than like okay, let's say the government was involved in it. People chose to be start a corporation to make couches. Like once or a gun. Like the once you buy one of those things, that's your property. They don't have any right to it at all. It doesn't matter what you do to it. 
once you buy that property, you don't need a license. You don't have to have permission. That's what that guy's saying. Like maybe the corporation does. Maybe that's why they use the 14th Amendment to transfer everybody into a corporation so that they could have control. Maybe they know they can't have control over man or woman, so they trick everybody into taking on the image of the government called the person or the persona of the United States citizen. Once they do that, will they have absolute authority? Yeah, well, they make it shiny enough to where people do, yeah, use, their, use their own free will to say, oh, I want to be that. Yeah, yeah. he just dismissed that. Mm, Another yeah. friend of mine going through divorce or uh, child custody. Like, I get it. He's entangled, didn't know. It's hard. But he's very rigid on the letter of the law, but then turns right around and goes and turns himself over through a, the bar to another Theos for judgment rendered on the family that God gave him. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I look at it wrong, incorrectly, naively, but that seems to make all the sense in the world to me. The longer we keep using and you like they, if everybody didn't show up for the war, there wouldn't be one. Everybody just said, hey, the courts, that is not a court of God. It's not a court of Yahweh. If I go into a court, if I ever have to do that again, I hope I have the nets to stand there and say my little speech about which God. Like if we're doing this and you guys are really putting my head on a platter here, which God, which, which God are we talking about? You're talking about Baal? You're talking about Mithra? You're talking about Zeus? You're talking about Jupiter, which is what the capital's to? You're talking about Yahweh? Talking about Beelzebub, who are we talking about? You know, if you can't look, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, if a guy looks at me and says, Well, you know, there's only one God, no, man, there are billions of gods, billions and billions of gods, and you're trying to tell me I have to swear to the one you're putting before me. Let me state on the record. That's that's basically what I did at my deposition. Like, I'm not swearing to your God, I'm not doing it. I am liable for what I say. I serve Yahweh. Like, I set my standing. I didn't argue. I didn't debate them. I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. But, uh, yeah, that's where I stood. And I hope I never have to go through it again because it sucks. But that's the choice I think everybody's looking for, Danielle. And that's everybody's decision on their own. Like, they have to figure that out. But, you know, I think we have a duty to try to help them see that. And then, you know, pray or hope for the best, even though hope's not really a strategy. See what happens. I mean, I don't, I don't know. As long as we keep, it's the same thing I kept saying. Like, if you keep giving money to a system that supports abortion, and I'm not trying to ruffle feathers, I'm just saying this is the stuff I believe. Homosexuality, war, just taking shit like that whole, the whole what they've grown to doesn't represent my beliefs. Why would I support that? I'd be like joining the Freemasons and saying that I believe in Yahweh. I'm not saying people can't do that. I'm not saying all those people are bad either. Just saying they're inconsistent. And if you're going to support be like, well, do you believe in abortion? Well, no. Then why do you send a million dollars a year to Planned Parenthood? Oh, well, I mean, you know, the government said I should have to. Oh, well, okay. Boys and girls, that's a, that's a choice. You don't have to. If you don't, If you don't support murder, don't support murder. At least try to limit it. I agree with everything you said there, buddy. I I was telling, you know, uh, an experience I had this summer when you came back in with a guy. I was, you know, the conversation had come around to, like, the Declaration of Independence and the Treaty of Paris and all that kind of stuff. I brought up the fact that King George was named as the Arch Treasurer of the United States. 
in the Treaty of Paris, and the guy was, he's an older gentleman, probably in his early 60s. You know, he looks at me and goes, well, I, I don't know where you got that from. I'm like, I got it right out of the Treaty of Paris. It says it, <laughs> you know, first paragraph. And uh, I pulled it up and showed it to him from offline. And, you know, there it is clear as day. And he, he still, he's like, man, I don't know where you got this from, man. I, d d I ain't never heard no such thing. This is not true. And I'm like, dude, this is historical documents from, you know, the, the Library of Congress. I didn't, I, I'm not altered. <laughs> but again, I think people get so locked into that belief, they, they tend to want to protect it, you know, because as we've discussed before, I mean, that's the foundations of why they do what they do. So, like you said, Sean, you know, you can't just walk over and jerk, jerk the rug out from underneath people. It, it even though I tend to do that a lot. <laughs> so yeah, well, some of us we're trying to some. Sometimes we we tend to do that now. I mean, sometimes I throw things at people and it's too much for them, and that's why. Like recently, somebody says, "Oh, you got to meet them where they're at," and I'm like, "I mean, there's a there's a point though. It's like, what what am I gonna do? Just." just dance around lightly now it's like dude just get with the program i don't know i just i guess i get impatient sometimes all right so i want to give one more opportunity for question or comments from anybody that's on the call my i don't care if you're a guest or a host any questions or anything you want to bring up because we are coming toward the end of it here i think we lost sean again yes well, we'll hang out anyway, but yeah, yeah, we got a couple newbies around. No, no offense, saying it like that, but newbies to this show anyway. Right. So probably have to chat afterwards and see what's going on. All right. Well, if that's the case, then and nobody has anything, I want to say thank you to everybody for coming out. Let's get some music going here. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and hanging out with us. Uh, it's been some really good conversation here in my opinion i think we covered a little bit different territory than what we normally do uh still all boils down to jurisdiction jurisdiction and consent though you gotta know where you're gonna stand and i picked this song before i knew what we were gonna be talking about so. anyway we appreciate everybody Y'all have a good week. This is more than jibber jabber doing our best to change the hearts and minds of those seeking truth. See you guys next week. Little Joe Billy went fishing for trout. Played hooky from school till the cops found out. Didn't have a father, wasn't an only child. His mama never beat him, so he grew up wild. You gotta watch what you're doing. Yeah. I know a girl, sweet as could be. Join the family that believes in freedom. The Resistance United Family. Join now at t.me forward slash Resistance United Family Worldwide. You've been listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. We work extremely hard to bring you content that spreads the message of truth. If you feel 
the podcast has been a blessing to you in some way and you wish to contribute towards our efforts, donations are gratefully received. You can donate via PayPal to Reverend Wolf at protonmail.com. Have a great week and we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs>